Archie. Having sex and having Archie. That's that's not exactly what we're doing right now. I do have some Archies in my hand. Yeah, but like the sex part, not really what's going on right at the moment. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Uh, <laughs> that's right. This is a podcast where we recap episodes of Riverdale. Yes. And in these dark, depressing times, deep in the so wilderness depressing. between seasons... Instead, we are going down memory lane and looking yeah. at uh, Archie Properties' past. Yes. Uh, so today we have a very, very special thing planned. And that is Archie versus Predator. That's right. Yeah. I love this book so much. It's so good. It's so, so good. I wanted to talk about Archie versus Predator rather than uh, anything that's really related to Riverdale, uh-huh. say the Riverdale comics or anything by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, because Archie versus Predator, I think is how I got into present day Archie stuff. Yeah, I feel like it is too for you because, and we came across it when we were at C2E2 one year, yeah, and I was like, right. I really want to get that. Let's get that. Mm-hmm. And then... And it you turned got out, really into it. Yeah, it turned out to be really good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so good because it's like classic Archie style, mm-hmm. but just gone crazy. Well, but reading this and seeing just what uh, uh, Archie comics these days were up to and willing to do, mm-hmm. how they, they don't mind getting weird with it. That, no. That really uh, opened my eyes to what was out there and... Uh, Lucky enough, they started writing some really good stories where people don't die as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and yeah. some other good stories where people do die. Life with Archie. Like oh, that. when Archie died. When Archie died. Yeah. And that that's like really good. Yes. Yes, it is. So. So uh, this came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. It is written by Alex DeCampi. Mm-hmm. And she is a uh, comics writer and film director. Who had written uh, a handful of things with Dark Horse before. This is actually a Dark Horse Comics production. Yes. And art by Fernando Ruiz, who is an in-house Archie Comics artist. Yes. Uh, Alex DeCampi is also writing a novel right now, so go check check that out. I bet it's really good. (laughs) Or will be when it's done. Let's start at the very beginning. Issue one, you might say. It's a very good place to start. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to keep that to one podcast, just one. No, I'm, I've got a quarantine on Sound of Music. No, what if they do like a Archie Sound of Music crossover? Then we can reevaluate. Archie versus Predator starts uh, with uh, the students of Riverdale High having spring break. It's it's coming up. Yeah, they're all just chilling out at school anyway for some reason. I think it's, like, the last day of school. It looks like they're all eating lunch, waiting for, like, the day to end. Fine. Bring your logic into this, why don't you? And uh, Cheryl and Jason, who is not dead, show up. And they're all bragging about where they're going for spring break. They drove all the way from their private school just to gloat at the public school kids. Yeah. These blossoms. Blossoms. That's that's what they do. Well, they're gloating. Uh, Jughead opens a bag of chips, and magically wins them a a luxury vacation to a beach resort. This is a Simpsons episode. This is like six Simpsons episodes. This is like an amazing prize he wins, because he can take everyone. (laughs) He takes Moose. He takes Midge. He takes Reggie. Betty, Veronica, Archie, Dilton. Chuck. Chuck's girlfriend, who I don't think gets named in the course of this entire story. You count, there are 13 teenagers from Riverdale High. <laughs> yeah, and then there's, like, extra people. Extra people, I'm not even really sure who they are. And they all get to go. But uh, with this big spread at Los Perdidos Resort, that does mean the Resort of the Lost. They, they all get to go. Mm-hmm. And they are warned not to go into the jungle. 
because of jaguars. You're gonna get eaten. This big splash page where they arrive also has cameos from a number of the Predator cast. Yeah. You can see Jesse Ventura, Shane Black are there at Dutch's Beach Bar. Wink. Yep. I do like the bird riding a turtle. That's great. It's pretty great. I want to point out a little sight gag. The the uh, Shane Black lookalike is reading from Sergeant Croc. All right, the, the film Predator, the, the credits begin with like a sitcom's opening credits, mm-hmm. where everyone just gets a little fourth wall breaking moment to wink at the camera, and it's the most bizarre thing. But Shane Black is reading a Sergeant Rock comic. Ah. ah. Did you realize the it's called Dutch's Beach Bar? And Dutch was uh, Schwarzenegger's character's name. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Are we going to talk about the fact we watched Predator to prepare for this? We did. We watched Predator just before, uh, in the last few days, yes. Ugh. I'm not a fan. I liked it. You know what I like? Alien versus Predator. <laughs> That's what I like. They move in. They move in. Reggie's being a creep. He wants to peep the beach ladies. Oh, he's a freaking creep. Uh, Dilton is like freaking out because he has the yearbook stuff due like the day after they get back. And he's like, I'm not going to have a vacation. (laughs) And Archie's like, oh, I'll help you. We also get a Schwarzenegger cameo on page five. I think. Pretty sure. Come on. I guess. It's very muscly. So yeah, Dilton's all stressed about the polls for mm-hmm. who's most like popular, most pretty, and most fashionable. The the important stuff. The, yeah. With Archie saying that he'll help him, he gets very excited and he has a moment with mm-hmm. his telescope. Yeah, he wanna fuck that telescope. Yeah. The, he has a romantic relationship with this telescope. I think it's purely sexual. There's no romance. It's all lust. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Oh, gorgeous. I can't wait to press myself against your big aperture. That's our Dilton. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Meanwhile, the Blossom yacht is uh, in the harbor outside. Mm Mm-hmm. And then everyone sees what they think is like a shooting star comet thing. Mm -hmm. They all think it's a shooting star. But it's a spaceship. (gasps) What? And so they all make a wish on the shooting star for a memorable holiday, says Archie. And Jughead wants an all-you-can-eat buffet. Betty wants Archie. Veronica wants flawless victory. Reggie wants third base. You know, baseball season's coming around. That's not what he means. Oh, okay. And Cheryl is wishing for death to the proletariat. Yep. (laughs) Can we talk about the fact that this turtle makes another appearance and it's trying to, like, dive out of the way of this crashing spaceship? Turtle is the secret star of Archie vs. Predator. I love the turtle. So then uh, Cheryl and Jason show up to the resort Mm because they want to, like, check out what's going on at the little Kano Lodge that they're hanging out at. (laughs) This is when they're also going to be having one of their contests for most fashionable. They're going to do a runaway show of beachwear. Yes. And And uh, all the ladies are super hyped. Except Betty. Betty Betty isn't feeling it. She she doesn't really feel like she has what's up for the competition. (laughs) So uh, she goes looking for Ethel, but instead finds Cheryl. Cheryl wants to help Betty. Yeah. Because basically she wants to get at Veronica. She doesn't want Veronica to win because she doesn't like Veronica. So, hey, Betty, wear my Chanel. Uh uh. Chenille. Chenille. <laughs> this whole segment where uh, Cheryl is trying to drive a wedge between Betty and Veronica, and people keep dropping really fake brand names. Yeah. It's the most Riverdale feeling part of the whole series. <laughs> so then they're having uh, their competition. And uh, here's another one. Veronica is in... Uh, Versace. Versace, yes. Mm-hmm. And then... Veronica gets perfect tens across the board, except for Moose. Because she's not his midge. That's loyalty right there. Yeah. Then uh, Betty shows up in uh, her her Crayola Cran... Like, yeah, she inspired s- outfit? She skinned the fruit stripe zebra and and is wearing yeah. it as some sort of uh, 60s space uh, show 
outfit. Yeah, it's something. So she shows up to compete and she outscores uh, Veronica and Veronica is super upset and like shoves them out of the way. Mascara running down her face. Like, how could you do this to me? This was like my goal in life. And then Cheryl shows up and is all like, ha ha ha. I was involved. Veronica dives at Betty (laughs) and ends up like beating the pulp out of her. They're tearing each other's clothes off. Uh, We we do see later that uh, Betty has her nose broken in this fight. Yes. Uh, But we're seeing the fight from someone's point of view in heat vision. (gasps) Why? With a heads up display that's all in emojis. Yeah. Yeah. And then Archie tries to break it up, but ends up, like, falling into Veronica, and they kiss, and bloody-nosed Betty just runs off saying she hates everyone. This is amazing! They're in a knockdown dragout fight, but then Veronica pauses to just make out with Archie in the surf yeah. while, Ver- while Betty watches. Yep. That's drama, folks. So Betty's running through the jungle in her torn-up outfit, uh... With blood dripping down her face as there's still someone watching with mm-hmm. heat vision. And she comes upon the, the ancient jaguar, jaguar shrine, god shrine yeah. that, that the Blossom Twins were seeking. Yes, in they order wanted to, to go. Yeah, they wanted to go steal some souvenirs. So she decides to investigate and she comes across a large knife. Mm-hmm. This ceremonial jaguar dagger and calls down a curse upon the heads of Veronica Lodge and Cheryl Blossom. Yes. And then there's a big roar and she gets scared and she tries to run away. But like the knife lands in her outfit and she just drags it along with her. (laughs) And then we are to all of all the friends searching for her, looking for her. Wondering where she is, trying to find her. I love Jughead's little sleeveless number. Yeah. That's some beachwear from a boy. Yeah, you should you should get one of those. Yeah, show off my muscles. Yes. Once I find them, I, I will show Maybe them off. They're, yeah, there's some right there. Squishy. I love you, dear. I love you, too. You brought that on yourself. <laughs> Kevin finds uh, some ripped, bloody fabric. Polyester. Yes. Betty suddenly shows up. Meanwhile... There's a bunch of blood dripping on people, and they never notice. They don't notice. They don't notice all the blood dripping down from the trees above. They never look up. They never look up. But then the camera looks up, and we we see the beheaded and flayed and disemboweled corpses of the Blossom Twins hanging above them. Yep. And they are, uh... Having a conversation about who cares about Cheryl and Jason. They're probably uh, back on their yacht. Let's just go. Let's go back to Riverdale. Yeah. Let's cut this vacation short by all but one day. Let's just go. Yeah. Go home. They spent one night in paradise. Well, you could either have a week for two people Uh or a day for 13 people. But, That's the way but it works out. They say we're sorry you cut our, your stay short, so maybe it was supposed to be two days. Well, yeah, the resort's sorry because that means they're not paying for anything. <laughs> <laughs> they're only getting the potato chip people's money. Yeah. So uh, they they all get back on plane and fly out, and that's when Betty realizes that she still has the dagger. Bum uh, bum bum. They go to Pop Tates. They are enjoying some food. They have been followed because there is someone looking with some heat vision. Not just followed, but stowed away in their luggage. Yeah. If you if you go back, that becomes clearer. Oh, yes. Yes. Because the, the really especially heavy trunk that now takes Moose and Reggie to carry. Yes. Reggie can't do it on his own. <laughs> And that is the end of issue one. Mm-hmm. Not quite. Uh-huh. There's one page of backup material. Each of these issues ends with a similar Archie uh, slash Dark Horse property mashup. This one is Sabrina Meets Hellboy, and I would read the hell out of this book. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So we are on to Archie versus Predator issue two. We pick up in the exact same spot. We're still at Pops, still with the crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see that Predator has its sights 
on Veronica Lodge. Yes, because she's holding a butter knife. <laughs> In the film Predator, uh-huh. the Predator will only kill people carrying weapons. Out of a sense of, like, sport. Uh-huh. In Archie versus Predator, it seems more... It seems very letter of the law. <laughs> this is just some non-serrated flatware from a diner. That cannot be counted as a weapon. Well, maybe, you know, he doesn't know that it's just, like, a butter knife. They don't. Mi- they might not have those where he's from, so he thinks it's a weapon. In the movie Predator, we're talking about Uzis, though. Like, this is a completely <laughs> different thing. I, I don't know. Betty's very upset and worried that Cheryl's going to make her pay for the outfit of spite. Mm-hmm. But then Dilton rushes in and tells them that Jason and Cheryl were killed near the resort <gasps> by some sort of jungle animal attack. Oh, no. Uh, and this is right when Pop Tate's walking in with a chocolate cake that says, Welcome home. And he's like, mm, Maybe this isn't a great time for cake. Jughead's <laughs> like, No. I'll it's take always the cake. time for cake. Uh, just then, though. The grisliest scene, the grisliest <laughs> single frame ever drawn in Archie Comics House style. Pop's head is blown off in front of them. Eyeballs and ears. There's a and chunk teeth of some jaw there. Are just and Betty and Veronica and Archie and Jughead look on in terror. Well, Archie uh, Jughead still has uh, a spoon in his mouth. He's fine. He puts that there because in the first one he has like fries falling out of his face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe that's a miscolored French fry. And they are just covered in blood. Veronica more than anyone. Yes. Poor and thing. so then Kevin takes control of the situation and tells every moose to call 911 and gets everyone in the back. And meanwhile, Veronica, or Betty is freaking out that this is all her fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kevin's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to wait for the police. This is this. This is that. And then Betty ushers Veronica off to the bathroom. And they sneak away to Greendale. Because they need to go see Sabrina, the teenage witch, <laughs> who knows, uh, who, whose name comes up in all the voodoo books at the library. And why does Betty know about the voodoo books in the library? Well, because apparently she's looked a lot into voodoo, as you can see in the next panel, where she's stabbing a voodoo Veronica doll with scissors. <laughs> I love this book so much. And Betty's just like, oh, no reason. I just know voodoo. It's fine. It's a fun little way to show a flashback. She's literally drawing a curtain on that panel. Yeah. It's a fun visual gag about, you know, the nature of sequential art. (laughs) So Betty admits to Veronica that she might have put a jaguar curse on Veronica and that that shot wasn't meant for pop. It was meant for Veronica. They they head off. Will the police arrive? Uh-huh. On this page, we have a cameo of Danny Glover as he appeared in Predator 2. And uh, they clear the building, and Archie's all like, but where's Betty and Veronica? He, he wants to go look for them, but everyone's like, no, you can't do that. You need a, there's a loose shooter on the loose. Jughead does not care. He is still eating the cake with Pop Tate's eyeball in it. Yes. And says, it's the end times. And just walks away eating cake. Might as well eat the cake. Yeah. So then Betty and Veronica arrive at uh, the... Adam's family house, basically. Basically. Both Sabrina there. She opens the door in this, like, all-white killer goth outfit. I love this dress so much. Yeah. With a a pentagram sewn into it. It's so good. Yeah. She's very sassy. Mm Mm-hmm. Sassy. So she takes them upstairs... And uh, Betty thinks Salem the cat is a statue, and then it, like, attacks her. Yeah. Sabrina spends this whole time trying to uh, seduce Betty into the dark arts <gasps> and or lesbianism. I'm not really sure. Both? Why not? I'm down with it. Yeah. She gets the jaguar knife. And, and pulls uh, down from her shelf the Necronomicon. And is like, hmm, well... Usually you just need to kill as many people as you've cursed to, like, stop the curse. That makes but, sense. But uh, let's see if there's something else we can do. But this thing's really for zombies. But who sees zombies in real life? <laughs> Sabrina puts on a, like... Some sort of demon helmet. Wilderbeast skull or something. <laughs> 
and just starts starts invoking Shubnigarath. <laughs> and then suddenly the predator bursts in and stabs Sabrina through the chest right in front of them and then rips her head out of her body. <laughs> it's so good. Yes, and then the cat tries to attack and he pulverizes the cat with with the shoulder cannon. And Betty and Veronica are just left there in the room. Veronica's covered in more blood. And uh, Betty's like, oh, I think I videotaped it. (laughs) And he's like, what? Why? Well, in case I ever needed to know how to do an exorcism. You know, she's always here for the extra credit. (laughs) Yep. She studies. She works so hard, Betty Cooper. So then uh, Veronica decides to raid the dead Sabrina's closet. She's not using the clothes anymore. So she picks out this white dress, and uh, Betty pulls up the the video she took, which includes a picture of the Predator, uh, and they think it's ninjas. Ninjas with terrible hairdos. Yeah. We get a little cheesecake scene as (laughs) Veronica changes on camera. Yes. Veronica's like, there's no such thing as a curse. It's like, well, how do you explain Sabrina's invisible killer? He's a ninja. Ninjas are okay, but not magic, because science. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah, there's a lot of really smart, really funny dialogue that we're not reading, because you should buy and read the book itself. Uh, so then we see that the Predator is still outside and is watching uh, Veronica change. This Predator is a Predator in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. So we also see that the, the dagger... Which got shattered. Which got shattered. It suddenly forms itself back together. <gasps> and then we go to Riverdale High, where everyone is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Betty and Veronica get there, and then Moose and Midge in, like, full-on predator hunting gear. Yeah. And and Kevin's dad shows up. Kevin's dad, General Keller, of course. Th- this is comics continuity. And he is he, not a sheriff. He's like, and he's- I brought my uncle's guns, Uncle Sam's. Ha, ha, ha. He's, he's got the dad jokes. He is a dad. Yep, yep. Uh, and so then Betty shows him the picture that she took. And he goes into exposition <laughs> about the first two Predator films uh-huh. and everything we know. And how the government knows and his cover-up <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. And then Mr. Keller immediately gives all these teens assault rifles. Well, he also lets them know, like, oh, the Predator's a teenager. Like you guys. That's very important, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why its heads-up display is all in emojis. Yeah. You see? It's a yeah. teenager. It's a text. And why he's creeping in on the windows watching Veronica change. Yeah. Because he's horny. He's a horny <laughs> teenager. They all uh, get guns, and they're like, so, we, uh, we got a plan. Mm-hmm. We're going to dress someone up. Uh, we need someone who can fit into a size six. Hey, Jughead. Uh, you're you're gonna dress up here. Jughead looks all right. Yeah, Jughead looks good in in a lady's outfit. He also looks a lot like Ethel. He looks exactly like Ethel. Yeah, yeah. Veronica bribes him into doing this by buying him lunch every day for the next year, mm-hmm. and uh, which they... was his wish upon a star. And so they all run off to go do this plan, and one of them says, "For Riverdale, another for the girls, another for third base." And Master Chef! That's that's Master Chief. Chief! Yeah. Oh, it Mo- is Mo- Chief. Moose likes Halo. Master Chief! I don't know why I read it as Master Chef. <laughs> and I was like, that's weird. Why Why are you shouting Master Chef? And who would that be? Because I don't know. You can tell Moose because he's got the bandana. That makes sense yeah. now. Jughead's thrown out there. As in, bait. On, as bait. And the Predator's there. And he just missed getting exploded, but Midge does not. She gets a piece of scrap metal through the heart and the bottom of her body blown off. And her head. She gets a... Uh, oh, yeah. Midge is dead three separate ways. She's very dead. Immediately. And she's just like lying on top of a moose and very dead. A car kills some more people. Mm-hmm. And kills uh, Kevin's dad. Meanwhile, Kevin is screaming while crying and shooting. Chuck is just screaming and shooting, and Reggie is taking a selfie and shooting. 
Yes. I love this book. Uh, and then they They, they all, all get die. wasted. Yeah. Well, Chuck is just missing a leg, so he tries to uh, go after Predator with a grenade. Uh, yeah, he sort of kamikaze grenades the, the Predator. Uh, which sends the Predator running off with some, some emojis of sadness. <laughs> uh- <laughs> emojis of sadness is my new band. Yeah. Yeah. They're not very good. No. Jughead's there and finds the the dagger in his purse. In Veronica's purse. And well, in Veronica's purse. <laughs> and that is almost the end mm-hmm. of issue two. So issue two, we have a page of Little Mask and his pals. Yes. So Little Archie meets the mask. Yes. You, you down with Little Mask? Uh, not so much because he's got fireworks in his pants. Yeah, I wouldn't read a whole issue of Little Mask. I, I'm not so into that one. One page is enough. So we are on to issue three. Mm-hmm. I do love this cover. This cover's <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's uh, the Predator sharing a shake with Archie and Betty. Yeah. T- taking Veronica's seat. And, and Predator's so happy about it. And yeah. Archie and Betty are just very freaked out. It's weird to see that multiple mandible mouth smile, but they Ooh. they made it work. Yeah, it's very cute. So so we pick right back up with Jughead walking through the ruined streets after watching so many of his friends and schoolmates die. Yes, and he goes back to Riverdale High School, and he hits a tripwire, and he almost dies. Yeah, uh, tripwire with a, a swinging bit of spiky wood going after the wrong person, straight out of Predator. Yes, and so all the living friends rush towards him. Which and- is just Archie, Dilton, and a bunch of ladies. Yes. He lets them know that everyone is dead. They're all like, what are we going to do? And Jughead's like, we got to leave, but it'll just follow us. And he's like, no, it will follow you, Veronica. It will kill you. (laughs) Everyone's dealing with this crisis very differently. Yes. Which poor Jughead Jughead just witnessed everyone die. Yeah. And uh, some of these girls just found out that their boyfriends died. Yes. I mean, the only silver lining is that Reggie also died. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're going to wait for the police here. And but then wait. Dilton tells them. There are no police. There's no police. The Riverdale and Greendale police were investigating Sabrina's death when they all suddenly disappeared and are re- were replaced with a herd of goats. Yep. There's some weird magic going on at the Spellman house. Yeah, because they found a mass grave there mm-hmm. right before this. So I think it might have something to do with that. A bunch of the ladies decide that they are going to, to leave. They've seen horror movies and teenagers never make it to the end. So they're going to go to the, the beach The line house. is teenagers of color never make it oh, to the yes. end. yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know why Ethel is included in this group, but she is. Is that supposed to be Ethel? That's Ethel. Like, that's the only time it really looks like it's supposed to be her. None she of got the... a lot less ugly starting in, like, the 90s. They kept mentioning her, and I'm like, I don't see her. <laughs> that's Ethel, that's Ginger, and I don't know Chuck's girlfriend's name. Whoopsie. Huh. Uh, that's not Ethel. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, so they decide to leave. And uh, everyone else has a big group hug, except for Dilton, who watches from the sidelines. Yeah. Uh, They decide to go uh, to the AV club room, because nobody ever goes there, so it's a good hiding spot. And they keep talking about the AV club room in order to set up this really tortured uh, AVP gag. Yeah. (laughs) They need to get to that acronym. They also miss all the green goo, like, dripping behind them from air ducts and yeah, stuff. One quote that doesn't come up that I'm surprised is the whole, if it bleeds, we can kill it line. Yeah. Doesn't come up. No. They they have a gag on goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus, but not, if it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> so, Jughead stops at a vending machine because his blood sugar's low. <laughs> and sure he gets it is. a candy bar. And then we see the Predator right behind him. They're all like, where's Jughead? He's not here. We need to go find him. Where's the closest source of food? And Archie goes and he finds Jughead's yanked out head and spine sitting in the vending machine. Now, if you just plug the spine into all the junk food, he'd be good as new. That's basically what Jughead is. (laughs) 
I don't see the problem here. And Veronica's all like, I knew junk food would kill you, but I didn't actually mean it. During all this, Archie starts uh, comforting Betty and Veronica, and Dilton gets very, like, weird. Yeah, he starts into this chilling, nice guy monologue. It's my favorite part of, of the whole series, really, as far as character work and atmosphere go. It, Dilton's scary. <laughs> Dilton's just talking and no one's listening. He's saying some creepy shit. It's so good. About how, you know, he's just himself and no one ever wants to, like, be around him. To be in this school where everything is about dating and never to be asked. Yep. I'm a good guy, Archie. A real gentleman. I tried not to let it bother me. (laughs) Nobody's listening. Uh, Archie is going back and forth smooching both girls rather than listen. Because, you know, he has to keep him from getting jealous of one another. Yeah. And then Archie's like, wait, what you talking about? Are you talking about your body swapping machine again? No. I'm talking about a giant robot that I made to look like you, Archie, because everything's about Archie. Always. Yep. And <sighs> Dilton's like, don't worry, I will save you, Betty and Veronica, from the Predator as I climb in the Archie robot. Just uh, think of me as Archie for a while, and then we will cuddle. Oh, uh, Dilton. Oh, Dilton. But then, like, his machine is, like, not behaving right, and he almost kills Betty and Veronica with, like, a grenade coming out. He's got, like, Mega Man blaster arms on this Archie robot. Yeah. So then a uh, Predator appears and tackles it. He starts firing at it, and Archie's, like, hitting predator with a wrench and then dilton finally gets his machine working and the kill switch is engaged and then it starts saying kill predator kill everyone bump 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 no i i really like the premise of this fight that it's a killer robot that has to kill something and like the kids are cheering on the predator for a while just because it means the robot's not going to kill them yeah (laughs) predator ends up Stab an Archie's shoulder. The Archie robot gets the Predator with, like, a net. And then it starts to go after Betty. And Dilton's just like, Betty, I'm a nice person. I'm not in charge of this. I'm sorry my invention's trying to kill you. (laughs) And Betty's just like, I know. It's okay. I believe in you, Dilton. You can stop it. And they cuddle. And they cuddle. She cuddles the creepy machine. And then he's all like, does this mean I'm a hero? But wait, but then, what's that net in the background? That empty net. Oh, the predator reaches up and he grabs Dilton's head and rips it from the machine. Bum, bum, bum. The uh, backup to this one is Jughead meets mind management. I would read Jughead meets mind management. So we have one left. One, one left. left. Well, here's a question. Is uh, Dilton a hero? I mean, he did like save them. Mm hmm. But he's a weird creeper now. (laughs) So I don't know how many brownie points he gets for that now. In the midst of this science fiction bloodbath, to to have this sort of examination of the nice guy, the the internet tech bro nice guy, it's really interesting in in the middle of that. So this book. Now we are on to the last issue. The finale. Betty and Veronica are holding the dying Archie. As he starts to bleed out from this grievous shoulder wound. And the Predator takes off his mask (gasps) while holding Dilton's head and spine. (laughs) And it looks Uh, like they're about to make out. It does. It really does. Uh, But then he just bites the skin off the skull, leaving behind the glasses. Not sure how it works, but I'm glad it does. Yeah. Betty and Veronica kind of freak out. And they keep cuddling Archie and is all like, what did we ever do to you? And then the predator says, Betty. Uh, (laughs) And and she's just like, I'm Veronica, you twerp. As the predator turns and walks away. Yes. Because they are unarmed. Yes. So we're we're back in Lodge Manor and there are some fun little cameos. Mm -hmm. There's Veronica chilling with the pussycats. Little... Veronica and Lil Betty from Lil Archie. Mm-hmm. And nestled in the back is Veronica with the Punisher. Uh-huh. This is not the outfit that she wore in Archie Meets the Punisher. So she has met the Punisher at least twice. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Betty wakes up from a nap and she's all like, oh, I had the worst dream. It wasn't uh, a dream. And uh, Veronica's wearing some evening wear because if she's going to die, it better be in couture. She's embraced this really uh, manic uh, fatalism that I, I enjoy. Yep. Betty realizes the dagger's still there, and she's like, why do I, why haven't you gotten rid of that? Why is that still here? And Veronica's apparently tried, but it just keeps coming back. It's true, it always winds up with them. And then we find out that the Lodge Mansion has a panic room. Of course it does. Uh, that uh, Veronica's dad installed after the Russian arms deal went sour last year. <laughs> So we're going to use it and we're going to blow that predator to kingdom come. It's really the only way to be sure. And Betty's like, aren't you going to get in trouble for blowing up your house? Veronica can do what she wants. (laughs) So they carry uh, Archie, who is still alive there, but covered in blood. And they set the timer to 15 minutes self-destruct. And they put Archie in this like super future medical bed. Mm Mm-hmm. To fix him up right quick, and they crank it to 11, because Veronica Lodge has no time for safety warnings. So they stabilize him, and they go to get Betty an outfit, because she needs to be ready to fight Predator. But then... Archie is mutating. He's growing. He's breaking out of the bonds. His skin is bubbling in horrific grotesquerie. Yes. Uh, Meanwhile... Uh, Betty has like a Southern Belle outfit on. <laughs> kind of looks like a cupcake. And Veronica's got a gun. <laughs> and then the Predator appears. Bum, bum, bum. And Veronica just starts shooting at it. Calls it an ugly melon farmer. Yeah. Wink, wink. Uh, and then Betty like trips on her dress and it rips into a mini skirt. And uh, people's clothes are constantly <laughs> getting shredded all throughout this they book. Need a bu- better quality clothing, especially Betty and Veronica. Uh, so then Veronica's out of ammunition. Betty like grabs her high heel shoe, like ready to attack the predator. But she loses her lucky scrunchie. Veronica's like, "No, we need to get to the panic room." And now the predator is wearing the scrunchie. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and so they get in, but then his arm's in the way and they can't close the door. And then suddenly, like, Super Hulk Archie appears. Mm-hmm. Archie and the Predator's incredibly muscular arms grab each other, just like in the beginning of Predator. Mm-hmm. And Archie just punches him. Veronica's like, I think I sent the machine too high. And Betty's just all like, woo, muscles, it's okay. <laughs> So now it is time for the Predator to have a super fight with Super Archie. There's a battle axe. There's a mace. Things are going down. And Archie's all like, this is for this person. And this is for Jughead. And this is for so-and-so. Everything's falling apart. Uh, Chandelier crashes to the ground. And then... uh, Veronica nearly stabs the Predator with a jaguar blade. But he stabs her first. Archie throws a bust of Hiram Lodge at the Predator. (laughs) Nearly gets his eyeball stabbed out. Yes. Until Betty (laughs) leaps down with a katana. And gets her arm cut off. Cutting off the weapon arm is an approved Predator tactic. And then Archie gets stabbed through the brain. And his head explodes! And like, because he like upswings at him with his like Wolverine claw. (laughs) It's so good. And Betty's just standing there missing an arm with the dagger. You killed my Archie. And meanwhile, Predator's got a a heart eye emoji going on. Yeah. And uh, Betty reaches up and like slams the mace into him. While Betty stabs with the jaguar knife in, in her left hand. Yes. So they're just there holding each other, mostly naked, covered in blood. That's how I like my teenagers. The predator wakes up a little bit and is all like, Betty, Betty go, heart eyes, Betty lives. <laughs> and and they're trying to get to the panic room and he's just crawling along following them. Mm-hmm. And then the house explodes. But. But. Deep in the safety of the panic room, the bomb-proof panic room. Veronica wakes up after being out for a while. Betty has been having fun with this fancy medical bed and reading the manual and is all like, hey, 
Did you know this thing has body reconstruction and face reconstruction, and they're reconstructing the Predator into Archie? (laughs) (laughs) Because at least they'll have a version of him. They'll have to teach him some things, but uh, he is devoted to them after all, so it can't be too bad. (laughs) It's so good. There there are little hints, but in this final issue, it becomes clear that, you know, the Predator just had a big crush yeah. on Betty, seeing her upset in the jungle. So yeah, he just had, like, a big crush, and he was trying to protect her and trying to get to her and do things and for her. Trying to enact her curse. And on the way, he developed another crush for Veronica. So yeah, the, this teenage Predator really is the best Archie replacement they could yeah. hope to find. yeah. That is almost the end. This one we get uh, Josie and the Pussycats meet Finder. I might be down with this. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So that is Archie versus Predator. Mm-hmm. And I love it so much. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. So the way Riverdale adapts these characters is to just match up the, the archetypes of one sort of media to another and then find ways to make that synergy work. Uh-huh. Do you think that's what Archie versus Predator did? No, it yeah. does, it's not the same because they keep the characters are the same. Yeah, they're they're they just bring Predator into it. <laughs> the, the Archie, Betty, Veronica, all of them are not different. Yeah, it's it's very much just Archie versus Predator. Yes. and it's incredible. And if anything, they make Predator fit their world better with this whole like emoji thing teenage thing love thing yeah 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 it, it's predator that gets brought into archie comics rather than the other way around yeah i mean if it was the other way around they'd be dead in the third page yeah and it would be funny <laughs> but there are elements where the characters do get changed or where, where they do lean into these sort of stereotypes like uh betty making a voodoo doll uh-huh. Or uh, Dilton being the super creepo. Yeah, such a creepo. Such a creepo. Such a creepo. I really enjoy the way it plays with expectations and tropes of like teen horror. Even yeah, uh, it does everything you'd expect. It has a lot of the exploitative gore, and you know, both girls get a, a skimpy changing times. scene. Yeah, and, and clothes. Clothes shredded constantly. All the time. But I'm sorry, I've never had a piece of clothing that just shreds on its own. <laughs> but it seems very aware. It seems very tongue-in-cheek. Oh, yeah. They know what they're doing. Like, it's... No matter what, whoever does it knows what they're doing. But it's fun and playful. Like, you're not supposed to be, like... It's not wank material. No, no. It, it's all, like... It, it's reveling in the expectation. Yeah. Which is sort of what Riverdale does, but with very different expectations. Yes. So is Archie versus Predator your favorite thing featuring Predator? Yes. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> Predator sure ain't it. Come on, it's so... I, I don't like it's, it. It's the perfect 80s action movie for all of its pros and cons included in that statement. It's got some of the great Arnold one-liners. It's so incredibly macho. Somehow just have endless supply of ammunition. Yes, it's an 80s action movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I found it boring. It was really <laughs> boring. I mean, I haven't seen Alien vs. Predator in like 10 years, but hey, I liked it better. At least Predator isn't chock full of ancient aliens bullshit. They invented the pyramid, and this language is all languages that descended from this one language. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate it. I'm not saying, like, it's science fiction. It's not like those people on TV that are like, yes, the pyramids were from aliens, and this was from aliens, and aliens, aliens, aliens! Tomatoes are from aliens. The aliens brought, like, people to this place, and then, like, created... Kangaroos. <laughs> I missed that episode. You missed the kangaroo episode? How did you miss that episode? It was also where they talked about um, the the gophers. The gophers? Gophers are also aliens. The gophers themselves are aliens or the products of aliens? They are aliens. They are from another planet called Gopher. Are you okay? Are you tired? 
Should you go to bed? I'm a little tired, but that's okay. This is uh, sort of... What happened to the turtle? What happened to that dang turtle? I, was... I gotta go back. I need to know. The bird shows up. Yeah. All alone. Maybe that means the turtle died. <gasps> One thing I enjoy about the story is the, the notion of the uh, cursed dagger. That seems like... I'm pretty sure that's original to this story, but it seems like something that you could build a predator story around. Oh, there's a turtle. Turtle's alive. The turtle is around for the beach fight. Yep. That's the last time we see the turtle. So he... Turtle survived predator landing. Mm -hmm. Cool. I'm glad that got out of the way. I needed to know. I I would not have been able to sleep Would you like to have a discussion now that you know about the turtle? Yes. Okay. What did you think of the whole um, jaguar idol ceremonial dagger curse thing? I want to know, like more about it Mm -hmm. i want to know about this thing because this dagger can like fly yes this dagger can re like put itself together it has a will of its own and it must be found i need to know more about this dagger just about everybody that holds it gets stabbed unless you're betty yep i love the the idea that the whole story could have been about this curse but the predator just happened to be there and hijacks the story entirely yeah yeah, what would have happened if it wasn't there? And then, like, Betty did need to go kill someone. Yeah, to, Betty like... needs to stab Cheryl. <laughs> and she has to wrestle with that. Yeah. And people are dying because she's not stabbing Cheryl. Yeah. That's a story right there. And we could have gotten that story. And it, and it feels like, hey, Alex DeCampi, get at us. We love your book. Yeah. But speaking of stories that could have been that got pulled into this one, I'm picturing Dilton's Archiebot as just like a very uh, straight-laced classic Archie story. Also, I want to know about his body swapping machine. Yeah, some straight-up Stefan or Kel going on. Yep. <laughs> like, and the fact that they know about this makes me like, did he already try it? Did he use it? <laughs> Is Dilton known just for being like a mad scientist? He has already made millions on the app store. He did. Yeah. I wonder what his app is. Teenage hookups. Teenage hookups, yeah. He's from Riverdale. That's all they've got to do. He has to <laughs> he capitalize. He created Tinder. Yep. For teenagers. He created Tinder. Thank Tinder. you very much. Tinder. How would it be different? There's an age you, maximum instead of minimum. Well, do you like send emojis to each other instead of swiping or yep. something? The, the only... Uh, Way to communicate is emojis. Yeah, it's the only keyboard that's available is the emoji keyboard. So a lot of like heart eyes. Eggplant, eggplant, eggplant. <sighs> Why has it got to ruin the eggplant? <laughs> it's a perfectly good vegetable. I'll say. No. Peach? No. <laughs> Are any fruits and vegetables on the emoji safe? I don't know, but if you send, like, sports equipment and then a doctor is saying you want to play doctor, would that message come across? I don't know that much about emojis. I, I'm, i like, scared to send emojis now because I don't know what they mean. <laughs> They're secret meaning and I don't know what it is. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I don't like it. We'll just ask the predator. He might be able to help. Mm-hmm. What are those teens win to nowadays? I love the ending so much. I love the ending so much. I love the ending so much. Yeah. Yes. You like that he gets turned into Archie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it weren't for everybody being dead, my theory would be that all Archie stories take place after this one. Yeah. And the Archie we know and love is it's, an alien killing machine. <laughs> I'm going to say any time that Archie is obsessed with his cell phone. Where did all these other kids come from? Dilton has cloning tanks. That's yeah, right. Yeah, he does. Like, Betty just collected all the blood off the streets and, like, You could have got half the samples just from Veronica. Yeah. They, you know, everyone's They blood. just, like, wrung out her clothing and <laughs> let the blood drip in and then, hey, cloned friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kevin's dad came back a little weird. That's why he's the sheriff now and not an army general. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't remember army things. Yeah. <laughs> Semper like, Fi or whatever. So that's Archie versus Predator. Uh, another shout out to Alex DeCampi and Dark Horse Comics. You can find it digitally. You can find it in trade paperback. If you want to dig for single issues, good luck to you. Whatever. Have a great challenge there. <laughs> I don't know if it's especially rare, but like, hey, I don't know what your store has. Yeah. This has been Sex Archie. 
if you want to get in touch with us, we are on Twitter. Uh huh. That's a great way to chat. We love chatting with you. We would especially love for you to send us your favorite uh, Riverdale fan stuff. Yes. We want to look at fan fiction. We want to look at uh, fan videos. Any Anything from the fandom, but especially I think those two are like the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want some good fan fiction to read. It's going to be a while before we do that one, but I want to send out the call right now and start building a corpus, okay. if you will. Okay. Yeah. So let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be back uh, before too long with another Memory Lane episode. I think the next one we're going to look at the 70s cartoon series. Yes. Yes, That'll be are. fun. We bought that, that DVD. It'll be the first one without explicit sexuality. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Don't we'll make up for it in the fan fiction, I am sure. <laughs> I am sure about that. In addition to tweeting that at us, uh, you can also send us emails with questions, comments, fan materials at historyhoneyspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's the inbox for our sister show. And we and don't hey, want an email that's called Sex Archie. <laughs> that's just going to get a lot of bad things in our inbox. Yeah, the, the bots we've already got just on SoundCloud are a treat. Um, <laughs> feel free to listen to that show, mm-hmm. History Honeys. It's us, but it's very different. You might learn something for a change. <laughs> we don't talk about like sex nearly as much. But while you're sending us stuff, we would love it if you'd send us to others. Word of mouth grows the show and gets us through this uh, uh, dark midnight of the soul that is summertime without Riverdale on the air. There is good news, though. Yeah. The first episode of season two has finished filming. (gasps) Hooray! Yeah. And there's an air date, September something, right? Yeah. 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 October 1st is when season two is uh, apparently going to start. Mark your calendars, folks. It is now moving to Wednesday evenings. Mark your calendars on Wednesdays, folks. But we will be getting 22 episodes. (laughs) It's very exciting. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, get those algorithms working for us as well. Yes. I would love to be, like, the top Riverdale cast. Yeah. I think that's a goal within our reach. I think it is. You know who I'd love to, if we ever got guests from the show, who I'd love? Uh, The costume department? Yeah. Hell yes. They do such a good job. You know who I'd love to get on the show that doesn't work on Riverdale? Huh. Alex DeCampi. This book was so good. (laughs) It is very, very good. So yeah, I mean, we, we did give away the entire plot, but again, the... the it's di- still worth reading! The the dialogue, the sight gags, uh, the, the details we did not dwell on are so good. You deserve... You have earned reading this book. You're worth it. it. You need to do it! <laughs> I'm Grant. And I'm Elena. And from us here at Sex Archie... No chick can resist the register. I'm a gosh darn sexual tyrannosaur. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, break it down. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. Uh-huh. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, come on. And you got me. And you got me. And you got me. Break it down, won't you please?